everyone. Welcome to episode number wow. 10. We hit a big milestone, the big one zero. A big double digits. <laughs> yeah, we're double digits for episode <laughs> Welcome to Raz Hockey. I'm traveling with me as always is Bush. What's up, Bush? Yes, not much. Not much. A little sore, but I survived. Yeah, was- well, uh, talk later why he's sore. I'm not sh- Hopefully, we have the same things. We're- I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to say any kinky things while you're sore, yeah. or I don't know, but I know. But I'm actually, I'm actually going through a wide uh, variety of emotions with uh, with a little uh, midweek signing in the NHL, but we'll get to that later. Mixed emotions, that's for sure. So yeah, like we said, welcome uh, show number ten. It went by quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a big milestone. So yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Res Hockey. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. And for show number 10, we have a special guest that will be joining us later in the show, Kyle Shagnaw from Kenora, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Kyle played junior in the Maritime Junior League. He played youth sports for University of PEI. He owns his own business, Print Gear, which is located in Kenora. And he owns and runs an advisory group for um, hockey Monarch, players. Monarch Advisory Group. It's pronounced. so yeah. Kyle's uh, busy. Plus, he has a little boy, which yes. is uh, keeping him real busy. So yeah, Kyle will join us later in the episode. Yeah. Should we do uh, shadows first, or because of the yeah. week? Um, flip a coin. Do we got a coin here? I don't got a coin. I don't know coins. Okay. <laughs> How can we? Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it. usually we uh we do because of the week first, eh? Yeah, let's do the because of the week. Okay. This because of the week has was nominated. Someone messaged me on Facebook. Is like, hey Trev, can you put this guy? for cuz of the week and i said yes i will so cuz of the week for episode number 10 is uh Sean Holmes Sean Holmes <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Voodoo man himself yeah mm-hmm. Mr. Sunday magician and uh you know who asked that Pierce <laughs> yes <laughs> he messes us i was like can you uh, get Sean for Cuz of the Week? Cuz like, of the yeah, Week, yeah. Sure, man. We don't discriminate. We we all players and goalies. Yeah. Even though he likes to Habs, well, we'll let him, we'll let yeah, him have it, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, just this one time. So thanks, Holmesy, for being Cuz of the Week for Episode 10. And uh, I hope they razz you like everyone razzed LT at the ball fields. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We let him have it. He probably liked it though. LT was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> probably. I'm sure it helped his ego his and his confidence. Yeah. He probably had like three homers that game. So, well, he had three hits at least. Three hits or three walks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thanks, Holmesy, for uh, John. Of the lots, week. Of, lots of love. Lots of love. What about shoutouts then? Shout outs, couple of them. My and I like to give a first shout out to he's known as Meds Adam Medland. That's all I know him from the Tuesday Night Cruise. TNC, Meds. yeah. Meds is uh, a good guy, good hockey player, super nice guy. If you need any help, go to, uh, where he works. He, he the hardware company downtown Kenora. He's your man. If you need some nice Oakleys or some nice Columbia clothing, yes, clothing, he's your man to go to meds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyone else? Couple. Well, um, no. <laughs> okay, I got one. Well, I got two. Okay. One to my buddy Swampy. He lives out in BC. His well, his real name's Sean Davies. Him and I known each other for a number of years he's uh him and i pretty close buddies and he we met through the draft tournament like we first played together in phoenix Mm. and 
ever since then we've been really good buddies and he likes to bust my chops chops once in a while and i can bust his chops too he's a guy who can take jokes and he'll give it out just as just as good so right thanks swamps and uh i want to give a shout out to my old timers hockey team voodoo i wonder are we called holmes property voodoo or just voodoo oh you guys i think he's just known as voodoo that's all i've known um yeah it's like all the guys there's james pierce oh you put uh, me on a spot now i'm gonna do john who else you got rodney mr uh thousand dollar and uh pay for my room reno cameron who can can forget about reno thousand dollars of weekend bruce cameron rodney who else is there his brother bruce uh cole coley yeah um who else you got him i'm feeling i'm missing someone josh mr josh mckay okay cool yeah Uh, who else i think that's it yeah well if i missed you i'm sorry blame (laughs) it on pierce yeah Oh, hey, and if you're listening, what about uh, what about our, our American friends who usually play in this tournament? Yeah, Rich. We missed Rich. Rich and the boys this weekend. Yeah, I'm right, sweetheart. Rich, if you're listening, we love you. We can't wait to come back down to Eveleth in February or March. Or, better yet, if you have a tourney in Florida, invite us. Yeah. That'd be fun to go play down FLA. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hint, hint. We're not pressuring you, but, you know, if you invite Trevor, he just seems to win in tournaments. That's all I do is win, win, win. He, like I said last week, he's a Pat Maroon. <laughs> he just wins. <laughs> That's all he do is win. Yeah. Seems like they have like better tournaments for the the vets. Yeah, it's like you go to Florida or you go to California, Vegas. Like Vegas has got huge tournaments. We gotta find something like that for the we do for the vets for the vets. Yeah. It'd be fun to go to. It would be. It'd be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of lots of fun. Just just hockey and that's it. Yeah. Hockey and church. Hockey and church. Are you listening, Paula? <laughs> we just go hockey and church. That's it. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about something that's very... Uh, Bush might start crying. I don't, I'm not sure how he's going to handle this. Rage. He might cry. He's heartbroken he might get upset you might hear the odd f-bomb here but Uh, we're gonna talk about that ethan bear trade oh my god there's lots going on in my head right now see i you you look at it the hockey gods were frowning on my hate for carolina so (laughs) that just added fuel to (laughs) the fire fucking cheer for them now like fuck's sakes now i gotta go buy Two new jerseys for Ethan Bear and Carolina. Get a Carolina jersey? <sighs> well, they're in they're in Winnipeg in December 9th, so I don't know. I I don't know. The last time I I last time the Oilers oh 2006 still it's like it was last it's like it was last night to me. Hmm, that's a I know. tough one for you, right? Yeah, you broke mm-hmm. your heart in Stanley Cup final. Yeah, now your favorite defenseman got traded there. Yep. So I don't know. What do you what do you think, guys? Should I uh should I jump ship? Should I cheer for the Carolina, even though what they did to us? <sighs> One thing I don't understand, like they trade him to Carolina, but they signed Cody Cece. Yeah. Is that Cece's then they, uh, he's then then they shipped off to Jarkara. Yeah. Where did he went to Chicago? I think so, yep. That's one of their better penalty killers, and the only he guy was... that showed up and f- had to fight. Yeah, got knocked out, but he he fought though. That's one so of I don't our... know. yeah. I don't know, listeners. What do you think? Should I jump? I'm not. I don't know. You're very uh, confused right now. I eh? am. I'm, I am confused. That's uh... still a little foggy from last night, but hey, I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I didn't understand that trade. They should have no. traded him to Toronto. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they would have. And all they got was a third line. Yeah, forward for him. But think about like, well, I mean, 
you're, you're going from a city that you got to go out and start your car for 20 minutes to go to work. Now you're going to Raleigh. So, Hurricane like, country right there. Country. Though. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, I think I might get a Hurricanes jersey. Or better yet, get a Hartford Whalers jersey and put oh, bear yeah. on it. That would be that'd, sweet. That would be cat's ass. Because when they have that retro night, just wear a Hartford jersey mm-hmm. with bear on it. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh, sh- That's you. That's me. Virus and threat protection. I don't know. That's my laptop. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my computer. It's not my laptop, so I don't care. <laughs> Free agents. That was a Free pretty agents, interesting huh? day. The first I watched uh, Sportsnet on my laptop at work, and I was just paying more attention to free agent day. It's like Christmas in the NHL. Some interesting signings. Corey Perry. Corey Perry. Yeah. If you if you can't beat him, join him. Two year <laughs> contract. Yeah. Imagine what about Pat Maroon? Did he sign? No, he's still a free agent. Eh? I think he's still a free agent. Wonder. Someone better sign him up if they want to win. If they want to win the cup, so it looks like they better sign him. You're right. Uh, Montour stayed. He was a free agent with Florida. He's staying, but uh, Brady Keeper was who did he sign with? Vancouver. Yeah. But the thing is, he signed a one way contract. So if he gets sent down to Abbotsford, the <laughs> AHL team, he'll still yeah. make NHL money, which is like over like three quarters of a million so that's pretty good playing eight ahl yeah HL bucks so that should be something hey we should go watch them when they go play manitoba moose the moose yep that's going to be a packed house yeah if he plays in abbotsford and he play goes to winnipeg it's going to be all cross lake people <laughs> it'd be like north american sunday afternoon <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we should look into yeah, we should uh plan a trip for that one. That'd be cool. Plus our boy Connor got uh drafted. Mm-hmm. Didn't we talk about that last show? I, think, I don't know. Dallas are on. I'm just foggy. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about it. Shit. We did. You're yeah. a week behind there, buddy. You gotta you gotta edit it out. No, I'm not gonna edit. <laughs> <laughs> Who else got signed? No, um, I don't know. No big signings. Well, Toronto signed a bunch of bottom six forwards. Hyman. Oh, Hyman to the Oilers. I, Why I would the Leafs let him go? Yeah, I, uh, Charlie Hustle is his all heart. Yeah, that's uh yeah. Goalie in my team, Jack Dawson. He said he's even thinking about ditching Toronto. Yeah, he did it. say that. I, I yeah. was there. I wonder. He, he was I pretty passionate about that. Yeah. I can't see him going. No. I won't go. <laughs> uh, Leaf fans. But why would you let him go? Like, I don't know. How many goals do you think he'll get playing with McDavid? If he he'll can get keep up to him? <laughs> he'll get all those garbage goals around yeah. the street and rebounds. Mm-hmm. He's good for at least 30. I'll say 30 I'd say, goals. I see, you're right. I, I think he's going to pump in 25, 30 at least. What but. about... Uh, Flurry going to Chicago and them getting Seth Jones. Oh, wow. Eh? That's great. Are, are they cup contenders now, Chicago? 2018, yeah. 2018. <laughs> that was a, in, in a meme that was going around. Yeah. Are Plus they cup they got, contenders? Uh, I don't know. I don't they think got so. got Taves coming back. Yeah. Taves and Kane. You know, Taves is serious about hockey in the upcoming season when he's not around town here. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you don't see him around town, you mean he's in Chicago training, so that's pretty serious. Jonathan Taze has a place on the lake, so you'll see him around town once in a while. You saw him at Harbor Fest one year, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Well, we yeah. went out together, man. Did we? I know, me and Taze. Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind you. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's you guys are supposed to call me. Just really I'm hammered. Just kidding. Really yeah. hammered before going to Harbor Fest. <laughs> For those that don't know Harbor Fest, it's a August long weekend and yes. Um they have a bunch of concerts like Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday. 
and they have like different bands playing. Did you yep. go to Harbor Fest that night when I set, seen them? I think it was uh, Our Lady Peace. 3D oh no, I, I didn't go to that one. I had no interest in seeing Our Lady Peace or anything like that. That just yeah, those bands was, really didn't do it for me anymore. So I just I don't know. Yeah, it was a crappy concert because they it was like acoustic style. It's like who wants to hear Our Lady oh. Peace and acoustic. You know, and I don't like 3D's Grace with that new singer too. So yeah, it was it was all right. We still had drinks and the last think- good harborist, the last band I saw was uh we went and saw Theory of a Dead Man when they were here. Oh they they put on like with good, Buck they put Cherry, on like eh? Well, we didn't go watch Buck Cherry at uh we just saw we, we just went and watched uh that was the same night though. It wasn't no, oh. no, because Buck Cherry was uh Sunday night. They, they should have some good bands. Like if yeah. they're planning for 2022, I think they mm-hmm. already have the list out and it's nothing interesting. Like last year's Harbor Fest or the year before's Harbor Fest was just awful. I thought I didn't know any bands. No, neither. <laughs> Did you go when Flock of Seagulls were here? No. Yeah, right, I- man. You probably put his, <laughs> your hair like him. <laughs> My hair's too curly for that. But uh, I, I, I saw Kim Mitchell when he was here, 2010. And you wore your Miami Vice suit Miami, there. My pastel <laughs> suit rolled up the sleeves. Just a fluorescent <laughs> shirt with a <laughs> yeah. white jacket and white dress pants. Oh, yeah. When he saw Kim, Kim Mitchell, did Mitchell. he wear an OPP hat or was he bald? He was bald by then. He has to grow his hair. and He's got to do it. And but uh, he, he wears did, OPP he, he didn't hats. Have, I think yeah, the OPP had. I was real. I was really. I was really drunk that night, though. When aren't you though? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good day. It was a good weekend. It was a good night. Yeah, if you are in the Kenora area, August long weekend, you should go to Harbor Fest. Mm-hmm. Ellen Bush sent you. I don't know. Yeah, you probably won't get past security, but. Just <laughs> yeah. Anything else from Harbor Fest? No, I'm good. No. You? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> no, Big Sugar was there that Big night. Big Sugar, yeah, they're not too bad of a band. They were there that Our Lady Peace night. Yeah, I would have went and watched Big Sugar. They're, I like their, I like their blues blues ish style. Yeah, it's neat. I like that. They're a good Canadian band. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, enough of damn Harbor Fest. Damn it! Yes, let's. Uh, we'll go to our interview. With Mr. Kyle Shagnaw. Yeah. Right after this. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Please, too. Yeah. <laughs> what the? I don't know. Don't talk to me yet. <laughs> hey, stop recording. <laughs> stop don't recording, you fucker. <laughs> hey, Res Hockey. For episode number 10, the big one zero, we are joined with Kyle Shagnall. Kyle is from Kenora, Ontario. Welcome to the show, Shags. Thanks for having me, guys. What, Bush? I said hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to edit. Bush has been messing up like all so far in the episode, so I'm not going to edit that. I want to let people know he's just... It's still half cut day eh, from this weekend. It's my tea. <laughs> what's it? What's in the tea bush? Um, honey. Bailey's, Bailey's <laughs> and honey. Do people drink Bailey's and honey, or is it just Bailey's and coffee? Well, I make Bailey's cookies, but you can do me oh, out of anything. I did make them. You had some. Whoop it Wednesday. Can we get to the interview, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking on Bush. So, Kyle, we'll get started on the interview. Like, um, you're from Kenora. Tell us about your hockey career, like where you played minor hockey and junior hockey. Uh, Well, yeah, like you said, I'm from Kenora. So, grew up playing uh, minor hockey here in town. And then we, uh, I made the double A program and was fortunate enough uh had the opportunity to play double a from adam Wee bantam and then um triple a midget here in town um so the the big transition was uh my bantam year hockey canada made an age change so i actually only had one year of bantam um and then when i moved into my first year uh, of 
which is now U18 AAA. We were hosting the um, the national midget championships. They were kind of in between like a year, uh, like a sponsor change. Uh, it used to be uh, the Air Canada Cup, and then the year that we hosted it, it was the national midgets, and now it's the Telus Cup. So we had uh, we had about like 75, 80 kids at camp. And I was fortunate enough to make the team as a 15 year old and played Whoa. all the way through. So, um, it's good. I mean, like playing out of the Manitoba league, it's, it, you know, not a lot of 15 year olds do it. Um, cause it is a, it's an older league and it's, it's, it is good. Um, I was, I was fortunate enough to, to kind of get seen at, uh, our regional playdowns and I got asked to attend the, um, like a London Knights, uh, main camp. The year, uh, the year they won the Memorial Cup. So I went down there and obviously without social media and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of going blind because we're so far removed geographically from, from OHL that uh, I just kind of went down and we skated and my dad kind of pulled me aside after and he's like, like, look at the lineup. And he started listing all the guys and it's like first round, first round. And I was just like, holy shit, like this is pretty unreal. <laughs> Um, so then I, I, I did well, I did really well, um, fitness testing and, you know, like inner squad games and that kind of stuff. And we got pulled in the office and the hunters kind of sat us down and just gave us the opportunity. They said, we have a home and home with Sarnia and we want you to stay and play and kind of see if you can crack the top six. And, uh, you know, I was all gun ho like this is, yeah, this is awesome. And then they threw it out to, to us that, uh, as soon as you sign this, you know, and, and join an exhibition roster, you've, you've lost your NCAA eligibility. And that was just kind of like, whoa, like that's, uh, you know, as a 16, 17 year old kid, you're like, holy shit, like that's a kind of a big decision. So I being so close to, to Notre Dame or uh, um, North Dakota, we see enough of their games and, you know, did campus tours and all that stuff. And it's, I mean, the Ralph Ingolstadt is, you know, top tier, it's like an NHL facility. So I've seen that. I was like, well, I kind of made my mind up. That's, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do is pursue that kind of uh, like NCAA path. So we ultimately just made the decision and come back my last year of, of uh, midget here in town. And um, from there, uh, myself and Brooksy Maya were, we were asked to um, fly out to Woodstock, New Brunswick um, at the end of our season uh, just check out the uh, like the town itself and and the program. Watch a game or might have been two games, and they uh, we we liked it and we kind of left there and that was kind of it for you know my decision. Like a team flies you in, uh, the owners of McCain, so like McCain's fries and all that stuff is picks you up in a Porsche, uh, <laughs> brings you to the wow. ring. Yeah, it was, it was it was pretty unique. Um, so yeah, I mean I was fortunate enough to to go out there and play and I'd never got traded. Um, and you know, and we had a good run to the finals my second year and played with a ton of, you know, awesome guys. And I just kind of look back and think now, like when would I ever, you know, kind of gone East to travel within Canada. So, um, you know, traveled all over the Maritimes and made a ton of, ton of good buddies, ton of good contacts, which kind of is helping me now with, you know, like the advisory kind of stuff. And, um, my, after my, well, I guess it was midway through my second year of junior, I was pulled out of the dressing room after one game and, uh, there was a guy standing there and, uh, he introduced himself. He was with the union Dutchman in the NCAA. Um, I didn't really know a whole lot about the program, but you know, after we got talking and he kind of further explained himself, they played out of the ECAC, uh, division one, um, like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, like kind of the Ivy league loop. And, he basically offered me, uh, well, he sent me home with a package and said, consider it. And, uh, you know, that was kind of what we'd worked together or like work, you know, at for so long and why we turned out or why we, I guess I should say myself, why I turned down playing, you know, taking that chance in London. So, uh, called my dad, I was jacked. We, you know, filled out the financial aid forms, made the commitment to go to union and, um, I went down, did a campus tour, did a workout, loved it. And then uh, my last season when we were uh, registering through NCAA Clearinghouse, they found out that uh, two of my high school marks weren't actually considered credits in the eyes of the NCAA. So uh, 
long story short, that fell through. Um, ended up at the University of PEI uh, after my final season. And um, just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this later when we talk about the Monarch stuff. But, like, um, I, I, I left the program from being, you know, like kind of top dog for almost three years um, to, you know, playing as a fifth and sixth D-man and, and, you know, working hard and not understanding why I'm not getting – you know, cracks at it and this, that, and the other. And uh, just along with everything else and like the, you know, the scholarship, not very, you know, working out with union. I just went with a, you know, a bad mentality and that was kind of all she wrote. But um, yeah, I played, played a season at UPI, went back for another one and a mix of, you know, bad mindset and the politics yeah. kind of ruined it for me. And then um, I ended up playing senior over in Newfoundland in the Newfoundland senior league on weekends. So I would fly, Charlottetown, Halifax, Halifax out to Deer Lake or, uh, or, or St. John's. And I was making six fifty a weekend to go down and play. And, <laughs> and it, it was fun, but I, you know, you miss your Friday classes, you miss your Monday classes. And it just, you know, got to be a point where you kind of had to, you know, hockey had to take a backseat a bit to, to school. So. You mentioned London. Do you remember the scouts name from uh, the Thunder Bay area? Uh, no, but that, that is the guy who would have, who would have Stu Robinson. Yes. He yeah. was, uh, my, uh, one of my high school teachers, like he was a substitute and he was my, uh, bantam coach. No way. Yeah. I think, uh, I haven't seen Stu in a long time though, but I still remember I was living in Fort Francis and he was scouting there because, uh, the Muskies had a tournament. And he just, he was fresh off his Memorial Cup, went there with London, and he was showing me his ring. It was a pretty sick ring. <laughs> so that must have been around your time. Yeah, yeah, because like when we walked in the facility, I mean, it was the Labatt's Center or whatever back when I went down, and it was like, you know, two, like two bowls and like massive clock, and they they just wine and dine you. But as you're walking down to the dressing room to set your bag up, they had they had all the trophies lined up. So it just kind of give you a little bit of added pressure, right? Like yeah. this squad you're playing for, we just won this. And another question I have with McCain's being the owner of your junior team, do you, did you guys get like free food or like coupons? Like <laughs> their McCain's cake is like, it's still awesome. <laughs> right. So yeah, we did actually our billets. I, I can't remember if it was like once a month or a couple times a year, but we used to sit down as like with our billet family and my, my other guys, the teammates that were there. And we used to circle it on, like, it was like the, the old Sears catalog at Christmas. Right? <laughs> You're circling with you. So yeah, we, we did get a discount on, on, you know, McCain's and stuff. And I remember lots, like my good buddies, uh, head coach and GM over in South shore in uh, the maritime league. He, every now and then we'd have whatever an off afternoon. He'd come downstairs with a big, deep and delicious. And we'd <laughs> he'd get one half, I'd get the other. <laughs> <laughs> watch uh tv or video games or whatever so yeah it was awesome and actually brogan uh so his name's brogan bailey is uh his wife uh her parents actually own a potato farm wow. that services like a good chunk of you know you're eating potato you're eating fries and, and chips and all that kind of stuff it's you know her her dad has probably been the one you know putting the work in for that kind of stuff that's awesome that's great. Okay, so junior, after that, you went to University of PEI. Um, what what area of uh, did you study? Like, what would you like? How what like how was this university for you? Um, for me, it was kind of. I don't know if I was like mentally prepared to like take on, you know, like school at the same time as trying mm-hmm. to go hockey. Because for the past three years, I'd just been. It was wake up, practice, go home, lounge around go to a game or, or if you didn't have a game, you just kind of hung out. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a, you know, mental struggle, I guess, off the, off the mm. hop. I just studied arts and then I eventually had moved over after a couple of years over to, it was called Holland college where I kind of like tailored it in to uh, sport management. Um, so sport management there, once you're done that, it kind of could translate you back over to UPEI and, and, you know kickstart like more of a kinesiology side of things but um yeah i just focus more on the the sport management side of things and and that's kind of that's 
that's kind of where it went. We'll talk. Let's talk about like where you are today. You own and run Print Gear. What can you tell us about Print Gear? Um, well, Print Gear, um, it's been around for as far as I can remember. Um, the lady who used to own it, uh, her name was Judy Roy. Um, so she was out in Norman here in Kenora and, uh, I remember making like our thistle programs and, and driving out to Judy's place to try on jackets. And I mean, I don't know you guys can probably see them. Some of the machines, like she had embroidery machines and screen printing press and everything like in her garage. So I had, to me, I'd made no sense. I just went there to try a jacket on. Um, and then my dad worked at the mill. He was a millwright. Um, you know, like everything, they were shutting down, laying guys off. So he, he went out to Weyerhaeuser and uh, kind of heard rumblings, you know, that was a potential, like they were going to shut down and start laying guys off. So he, uh, he saw that Judy was putting the business up for sale. So he just kind of on a whim bought it, kind of Judy gave him, you know, a couple months or whatever crash course on how to run the machines and do this, that, and the other. And um, so as I was at school, we'd come home in the summer and it was kind of like, you know, like, this is what you do. This is sick. Like we can, you know, print off whatever. So like, that's kind of how APH, you know, generated was, you know, piggybacking off kind of like what Gong Show had going. Um, so we just, you know, jump in my dad's shop and we print stuff off and bring it to a screen and we'd start printing shirts. And um, but yeah, so physically screen printing, I guess, like my dad had kind of a bad back. So standing there printing, you know, 100, 200 shirts, kind of, you know, it's not exhausting, but it's, you know, it's not easy or flooding and dragging mm -hmm. and whatever else. So he, uh, he threw the option at me and my brother and he said, if one of you guys want to, you know, move home and, and buy this business, we'll train you and kind of, you know, basically do what Judy did with him. And at the time, me and my wife were living in Red Deer. Uh, we just bought a house, um, just got married and like i'd say maybe five or six months later my parents were out for a visit and they threw the offer at us and it's like oh, could you couldn't have mentioned this like <laughs> six months ago but uh no i mean so we we like kenora and want to raise our family here and just weighed the pros and cons and like we we saw this success the business had and you know my dad wasn't really trying like he was it was all word of mouth there's no social media this that and the other so i kind of just had the mindset like if you can you know take that social media presence and and just spread it it's it's gonna you know thrive double triple whatever so and it's it's kind of done that since we we bought it and took over that's wow that's that's pretty cool so now you notice you you started uh monarch advisory group um people are listening like would they want to know what 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 that's all about like can you tell us more exactly what it is yeah, so I guess um, when we moved home, I immediately jumped on board with our um, our U18 program just to kind of get back and get involved. And, um, you know, that that's kind of always been a, what I wanted to do is eventually get back and, you know, coaching and teaching on ice and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So um, with that, there's always the questions like, like what comes next? Or, you know, the kids are always asking certain questions and then the parents are, you know, pulling you aside asking like, what do you think my kids should do? Like, should we just go here go here? Or should we try this, that, and the other? And, um, the last couple of years, uh, one of my brother's buddies, he started a pretty successful business out in Winnipeg, um, doing player advisory stuff. And I've got another guy that I played with down in Toronto. That's just killing it. And, um, it just kind of got me thinking like, we, we really don't have anyone in the area to, you know, help, you know, bring in exposure for these kids. Um, you know, a lot of kids do get passed over just geographically. Uh, it's, it's a tough area to get to, to come watch. Um, part of it is, you know, our issue locally with not, you know, doing video and promoting video and pushing at the teams. But at the same time, we, since we started this, we had a, a, an 05 that we pushed out to a bunch of OHL teams. And I talked to almost 17 teams and, all of them said they've never been to Kenora to, to watch hockey. And so I, I asked just out of curiosity. So for the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds, I said, 
when's the last time you were in Thunder Bay in the last five years, like Thunder Bay or West? And they said twice to Thunder Bay in the last five years. So like that's, that's our closest OHL program when it comes to the OHL draft and they're 12 hours. So you go 12 hours West, you've got eight WHL teams um, starting in Adam, I guess this year, um, they all play Adam PV, Bantam and U18s all play out of the, you know, Manitoba league. So you have nightly exposure to WHL programs and, and, you know, the SI and the MJ, but um, yeah, I guess just to kind of answer the question, I, I just wanted to kind of bring back an opportunity to, you know, help these kids get some exposure and, you know, give them some, some idea of like what's coming down the pipe. Like, um, and I don't ever want to see anyone have the same, you know, situation I went through where they, you know, mm. you've got exactly what you worked for and then find out, you know, cause your high school marks, you, you lost it. And yeah, I mean, there's kids I talked to when I was coaching that would say the same thing. Like, well, I'm just taking this just to kind of get through it. And then that's kind of where I pulled them aside and just tell them like this, <laughs> you should reconsider basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, firsthand experience. So um, yeah, like we just, we're here to, you know, provide, provide information the best we can to both parents and players. And um, we kind of do it as like an a la carte um, where we do offer, uh, you know, training and nutrition programs. And we do have uh, mental performance coaching and uh, with kind of partnered up with Mike Koska. He's an old ex NHLer and he's uh, came back to his master's. So he's fully educated. And I, I just found Mike to be you know, such a useful tool if these kids want to use it because he's relatable. Like here's a guy that went undrafted. He played tier two junior in Ajax, played NCAA, grinded his way up to the American League and into the NHL. And like, you know, when when kids now move away from home uh, for the, you know, maybe sometimes the first time, it's there's adversity. You're, you're no longer the top dog. You're away from your, you know, what you're used to for the last 18 years. Um, you know, coach is probably going to yell at you more so than your U18 coach just did. And it's, it's a business at the end of the day. Like maybe you get traded, you don't know how to deal with moving to a new family, new team, you know, new town, all this other stuff. So I, I found that, you know, Mike coming on board and, and agreeing to kind of work with us was in my opinion, absolutely huge. So, so yeah, I don't know. I hope that kind of answers it a little bit. It does. Yeah. Did he, did he used to play for the Leafs? Yeah. Yeah. That's the defenseman, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is? Yeah. Okay. Um, advice. What would you like? Advice for bantams and midgets and junior players that don't know what what to do. Like, what would you tell these young kids, these young players coming up? Like, what advice would you give give them? Well, well, first I'd have to jump on board with us before I could do that, Trev. <laughs> no, <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, I just uh, just work your craft, right? Like, don't don't worry about. Oh, obviously, you're gonna have naysayers and people, you know, that shit talk you every step of the way. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Anthem, midget, junior, college, pro. It doesn't matter. Someone's always gonna have something negative to say. So, kind of just let, you know, that be like water off a duck's back, and just don't worry about that kind of bullshit. And just yeah, work your craft play hard like when you're on the ice if like in town we have 50 minute sessions put your phone away don't worry about what's happened during the day don't worry about what you do after practice like you have 50 minutes dial it in every skate that's why you're there and once you get into those higher level leagues like take it serious you have uh you know a certain window um and i, I was talking to a guy today and he was kind of you know, I wouldn't say second guessing anything, but he was kind of saying like, you know, like some of my buddies are, are, are kind of chirping, like, Oh, you got it easy. And, you know, he kind of mentioned while we were talking, he just said like, I've, I've left home when I was 15 to play U18. Uh, like I've lost my entire, you know, high school extra extracurricular time to, you know, party, hang out with friends. And it's kind of just like, yes, in a sense, but at the same time, you're going to get so many more opportunities that, you know, the people that are just sticking around partying through high school are ever going to see because you're putting in work now that no one really sees to get you to those higher levels. Um, And then I guess too, like just in a sense with graphs and all that stuff, like, yes, it is great. And it, and it does come with, you know, 
uh, the, the title that you've been drafted to whatever team and whatever round, but at the same time going undrafted is kind of a blessing in disguise too. Cause now you've, you're not tied to one program. If say for instance, that program drafts you and they have some type of, you know, game plan and suddenly that game plan changes where, you know, you don't fit that mold anymore. Now you're, you're stuck to that program, you know? So yeah, I just, just kind of nose to the grindstone, just, just kind of do your thing and, and don't, don't let, you know, the, the negative shit kind of weigh you down. Cause it's kind of, it's everywhere. Very true. Very true. Okay. Before we let you go, <laughs> we're going to do the famous five rapid questions. <laughs> questions. I want to ask your brother these ones too. <laughs> I think having your brother would be hilarious. You have to censor a bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Get him, tell, get him to tell some stories. Wow. <laughs> that, we, that'd be funny. Me and Trevor's witness firsthand the stories in Dryden. Last chance. Yeah. <laughs> the one you told the other day where the music kind of died down. Oh yeah. That's why we <laughs> that's why we call it the shags. And it's like, I think I love you. Just really loud. <laughs> That doesn't that's, surprise me. That's hilarious. Because he has that low voice when he has a couple. Eh? Just that low penetrating. I love you. <laughs> this is funny. Oh, he God. said, I think I love you. He said, oh. I think. <laughs> okay, question number one. Baked or fried bannock? Fried. Yes. Number two. Ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? I have. Uh, you had to use it for a curtain. Kind of block block the sun out, and it it works. It works. Yeah, it always works every time. (laughs) Number three, ever see Ernest Muniz live in concert? No, I have not. (laughs) Number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger? Bannock burger, Mm. and Mm. I would say Bannock burger at the Eagle Lake Rink because we hosted some of the uh, the ID skates for the Thistle, and man. Yeah, the Bannock burgers are, are are good. Fifth and last question. Can you jig? <laughs> uh, I'd say no. I, I I wouldn't even want to watch myself try. Even after a couple, you don't you wouldn't try? Uh, yeah, I mean I, I could try. It would be it'd be quite the sight. We gotta make your brother try one of these times. <laughs> He, he probably secretly practices in his basement. <laughs> looking, like, at, looking at himself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, Shakes. Thanks for All coming right. on episode number 10. Uh, we'll love to have you on again. We should get you and your brother at the same time. Come on the great. show. How get funny into, would that be? Get into a couple pops. Yeah. yeah. Even get your <laughs> own man on. <laughs> I never know. We, me and Mitch would get going and we would have a little toe to toe. That would be funny. I'd love to have Mitch on. It'd be hilarious. Sure so, what did you think good. about hockey this weekend? Yeah, not bad. A little, little slow. <laughs> I, I, I felt <laughs> so slow out there. I was going to chalk that up to, you know, like guys only being on the ice one time before the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I felt so, I don't know. You look good, though. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see me on my nice new equipment? I was yeah. looking fresh out there, but I just felt slow. I was like, geez. I was going to tell you, though, Trev, you got all red socks. You got to mix up the red or the, the white and blue in there, too. I, d- I do have Montreal socks, but I think I, was, I, think I thought I was like, oh, that's kind of going too far. So <laughs> you seen the Dunnett Danglers? Yeah. There's no going too far. (laughs) (laughs) True that. True that. All right, then, Shags. uh, Thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming again. All right. right, Take it easy. Hey, take it easy. See ya. See ya, guys. There we go. There we go. There we go. That was a good interview we had with Shags. Um, We will be posting the links for Print Gear and Monarch advisory group. That's yeah. a good thing he's doing. He's helping yeah. the player go from like Bantam midgets or you, whatever they call it, U16, U18, all the, the so, yeah. move to that junior 
level, which is mm-hmm. a lot of kids have a tough time adjusting. Like, where do I go? Where do I try out? Will yeah. scout see me? And that's what Kyle and his company does. He'll help you move to the next level. And when, if you're a junior player, you'll move to the next junior level or next junior level. The f- move that level to uh, college. So it's something for you parents and young players to look into. I think that will help you guys. Um, it's going to take a load off the parents and the players. And so that's something um, that you guys should look yeah. into. There you go. I knew you were able to spit oh, it out. Man, I'm talking like you, just all <laughs> Okay, Raz Hockey. Yes. Let's we get to the meat cool, potatoes here. Um, a cool top five. Top five songs that you will hear at a Raz party. Um, Bush and I went over it and I didn't like his list, so I said, make your <laughs> own, make your own top five, and I'll make my own top five. Because yeah, okay. his, I don't know, I, I searched him on Apple and I was thinking, what the hell, man? WTF, man? Like, none of generational, those. regional. Oh, I don't know. Regional. <laughs> you area, yeah. Uh, top five list. Yeah. Like, I asked my sisters, like Tash, Aaron, um, what their songs. I asked my brother. And, only thing I can that I noticed was do host. It's like, oh, settle down there. <laughs> then my sister Aaron was all these like dance pop and rap. Ah, oh, no. Like you I always, didn't... there's always a group of, of girls that always dance at in some corner yeah. of the have any house. I said, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead, Bush. Give us your top five. <laughs> all right, songs that you're hurt, you'll hear. Top. Res party. These are in no particular order. I stress no order. Um, what this one song that comes to mind, you'll you'll hear it at every social song. It's a song by redone by Billy Idol. It's called Money Money. His that's version. Your, that's your number one, you liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever heard that? No. Yeah. Everyone okay, here. Yeah. They used to play that at our junior game. It was See, so annoying. But oh. people still listen to it and play it. Yeah, he's touring again, eh? Like we were, really? we were t- tempted to go see him. I think he's gonna be like Club at the Regent? no North Dakota State Fair. I oh. think it's I can't remember what town in North Dakota, but yeah, he's uh, touring again. I wonder if his hair's still all slicked back and spiky. Yeah. So that's like no order that you're doing this. No order, this- no. Okay. No. I thought you were going from like one to five. Oh no, no, not yet. Um, another one you'll you'll hear. It's a song by Slade, not big, great big C. It's uh, that <laughs> uh, run, run away. Google Bush, that. Bush uh, texted me that song, <laughs> so I searched it on Apple, Apple, whatever you call Apple yeah. Music. And great big C came on. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck, Bush? What's, what is this song? <laughs> I'm not taking anything from Great Big C. They were actually here uh, years and years ago for uh, End of the World uh, yeah. party. I'm not a big uh, fan. Um, yeah, as you see. And now number third on my list, but it just happened to be, is the old faithful from the Electric Light Orchestra, Don't Bring Me Down. Come on. It's that iconic. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, yeah, it is, but... I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, see? I know, but not top five. <laughs> you said. I, I'm not judging. No. Oh, and uh, you got to, someone's got to put on a nice, happy ACDC tune in my, and a lot of parties are here is uh, Money Talks. It's off the Razor's Edge album. <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> ACDC is good, but not Money Talks. Well, Okay, I won't judge because you'll probably judge by top five. And then uh, I'm not I'm not too sure about the popularity of this next song, but I'm pretty sure it's on it. Or some party now. It's that uh, uh, Boney M song, Rasputin. Oh yeah, that's a- <laughs> right. Every yeah, Mark plays that song. Uh, yeah, 
Raw, raw, do, oh, do, Rasput- do, 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 because it's because it's not aggressive it it doesn't make you want to get in a fight like uh like who made who does you know what i mean yeah okay we'll go with my my top <laughs> five and like this is there are no in no order either but this one uh for number i was going to say for number five but <laughs> order. <laughs> it's uh it's like that remix by run dmc and jason nevins Okay, okay. The so old school. It's that old yeah. school. It's what yeah. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Then my other one for my top five is Daft Punk one more time. It's a, a Daft Punk? Old. Yeah. Really? When you, when you go back home in Woods Factory, like people Daft Punk City, really? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I never ever want to go to a tournament with you there. Oh. This is a classic res song. You'll probably cry when you hear this and just Chester don't say no night. Chester Knight, love me strong. Oh, did you listen? Yeah, to you're right. Yeah, I, a, I do want to cry listen to this. That's listen. a good, that's a good classic Rez song. Just <laughs> four in the morning, party still going, and you're just missing Tape, her. taping up the hockey stick. Oh, what am I? <laughs> you man. What's wrong with taking your hockey stick at four in the morning? Know. It's better to tape your stick five in the morning rather than waking up late for your game and rushing to tape your stick at the rink. That's true. It is true. <laughs> That's my uh, my opinion on that one, and we won't talk about that again. Okay, my four, okay. fourth song out of the five is Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. That's a classic tune. Made famous by the scene in Reservoir Dogs. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah, but that's a that's a classic song. Not to be confused with the with the classic YouTube clip going around called Reservation Dogs. Yeah. Anyways. But I say this is my number one song for my uh, top five res party songs. Midnight Special by CCR. Okay. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Credence. Well, yeah, you can play pretty much anything on the res. Yeah, with, that's true. With CCR and mm-hmm. the party will be hopping. But yeah, Midnight Special is probably the number one song. Credence Clearwater Revival. Did you ever yeah, see John, yeah, yeah. John Fergadine concert? No, no, I missed awesome, it. Awesome, awesome. I think I was working that night. That's why you don't work nights, people. You miss concerts. You miss concerts. The last two uh, concert we went to with him, I actually bought like a draw. I won them, won tickets and a draw. Oh, I won like fourth row tickets. It's like twenty. I won two hundred dollars and John Fogerty two John Fogerty t- tickets in the city, and I paid twenty wow. bucks a ticket. And I bought one nice. ticket, so nice. It was worth the twenty bucks. But yeah, he's awesome. But he's getting up there in age, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, CCR. Yeah. So uh, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. What did you do this past weekend? I laced them up. I finally put on my blades for the first time since New Year's Eve at Jack Dawson's house, and played played a game of hockey twice actually. Old timers. Did you play hockey too, Trevor? Yes, I did. Bush, I played. What That's is it right. called? Uh, Fins, skins, and clappers. Yes, the second annual tournament. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, was- it wasn't on last year because, well, no, damn we pandemic. Won. But uh, the year before, and who won the last two years? I would have to say. Are you guys called Homes Property Care? We'll just call I Voodoo. We're called the Voodoo. The Voodoo One. Two years in a row. Well, the first year was controversial. Why? You had, uh, I think the age group was specifically said 40 and up. Well, the only one that wasn't 40 was Joey. Joey no, B. He... <laughs> and, and Cole. And, yeah. And 
We yeah. weren't dominating though. We weren't <laughs> beating everyone ten nothing, nine nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brucey too. <laughs> okay, we had three guys. Four guys. Four out of ten. So uh, okay. do you remember do you remember who asked you to play first though? Uh yeah. Uh, okay. You? Yeah. Finn? <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> Didn't we play you guys in the finals? Yeah, you did, and you beat us. Remember, I tripped over one of your players. Oh yeah, I came across the blue line, and you looked like you were gonna wind up and take a slap shot. Uh, I did. Like it was I was... gonna hit me in the face. <laughs> oh, I, I had mercy on you though. It was only a, a dirty snapper. <laughs> it was only <laughs> dirty snapper. <laughs> you said that. Oh, ever dirty you. Oh my god. Your mind's in a gutter. Just, <sighs> just the look on your face. Dirty snapper. <laughs> dirty, snapper. <laughs> dirty snapper bar down. Yep. How'd oh. you guys do this weekend? We didn't do too well. Well, can you be more specific, please? No. How many games did you play? Two. How many losses? Two. <laughs> It was a double knockout format, yeah. and these guys were out. We, you guys should have won that second game with against shooters, though. Oh yeah, there was a couple times we our couple uh, one forward uh, missed a net three or twice, open net, and then the last one he had, he had a he went bar and out, not bar down. Yeah, it was a hard snapper too. <laughs> it was a dirty snapper. It was, oh my god. <laughs> Yes, yeah. uh, we end up winning that one. It was uh, we we only played three games compared to like Naniska's and yeah. shooters. They played like five games mm-hmm. in two days. But what happens when you win? You just the bracket just, was in our favor. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, well, we played Naniska's twice, mm-hmm. and we played diamonds. But yeah, overall, it was good. The first game I was really, really crappy. I had I was feeling bad. I was feeling sorry for myself. I was having a pity party. And, yeah, he was. And Bush, he made me feel better. We went to McDonald's and he bought me a Big Mac combo. So thank you. I for, did. Thank you for helping. Thank you for uh, making me yeah. feel better. I'm, <laughs> I am empathetic that way. Yeah. Well, because you got because you drove the truck home while I was glad uh, because I was drinking. I should have went all resin, just fucking. Can I get a double Big Mac combo, large size, <laughs> yeah. uh, four Junior McChickens, and one <laughs> ten piece nugget and a meal? Yeah, and a Coke did wash yeah, and all a Coke. down, and a yeah. Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just or- ordered it, rack up your bill, but I'm a good guy and just only yeah. ordered a Big Mac combo. But man, did I feel crappy for not skating for what? Six months, seven months. Yeah, it's a I long was time. So hard. I was like breathing hard. I forgot my puffers. Like, oh. But Saturday was better. I was mm-hmm. looking fly out there. If you're not yeah. playing good, you might as well dress good. Look good. Look good. So yeah. you're looking good too in your brand new CCM my blue, pants. My blue pants, who I bought off a buddy of mine. You're welcome. They're, they're good. They they good. Good. They're like pro, to... the pro ones, so it has more padding, so you can mm-hmm. stop uh, doing the flamingo and start blocking shots properly. Properly, yeah. <laughs> I told you to get suspenders; they totally help. I got to. I'll try that. Old man suspenders for your old pants. Man. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna give it a whirl next time. Oh, yeah. old timer season starts October fifteenth. Ooh. After uh, Thanksgiving? Right after Thanksgiving, yeah. The Friday after Thanksgiving. They were saying in the dress room that they want to play all our games in Kuwait. Do you like Kuwait really? or would you prefer the rack too? I prefer the rack. Yeah, because you well. end to end, there's more room. Yeah, there's there's more room to dangle. Do your Ethan Bear moves, your spinoramas exactly. with no one mm-hmm. around and... Yeah, I'd like to play a wreck. But yeah, that's what we did this weekend. Bush and I played in uh, Old Timers Tourney. We we didn't get a chance to play you guys, though. No, we didn't. I was hoping to. Me too. You should have worn one of those GoPros and 
when we played you guys and oh I yeah i would have slashed you on purpose just to be on your I know you were. <laughs> but yeah that was a fun tournament thanks to jack dawson for uh mm-hmm. thank you so much for organizing on it. i ended up freaking timekeeping that yeah it was Saturday. good yeah it, it wasn't was bad thank you well no one was there so i thought how jack out mm-hmm. running around pretty hectic that day so yeah it was a fun tournament can't wait for more tournaments to happen. Yeah. Win more championships. Yes. If you want to win, give me a I shout. Because yes, Trevor, you guys will win. He'll guaranteed a side. Yeah. If you want to be a Sunday player, back to back. Anyways, are you yeah. sore from <laughs> this? Oh, you can't be sore. You only play two games. You <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Well, we only played three is not much yeah. much more, but yeah, hockey season's coming up. Good luck to everyone. Make sure you guys are in decent shape because yeah. a lot of these hockey players, like they haven't been skating because of the pandemic. So come hockey season, they're gonna be sucking win and <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh next week. I don't think we're going to have a show, eh? We'll have to no. postpone episode 11 because I'm going out west for a vacation with Paula. So we're going, we're leaving this Friday and we'll be back the Friday after. So I'll be busy going to Calgary, Edmonton, Banff, that area. So I won't have time to, for the dude interview and edit and that, all that other stuff. Plus yeah. Bush Bush works nights. Yeah, I do. So um yeah, we'll have to episode eleven on the date is today's the first. The next oh, show will be August 17th. Cause we uh upload the podcast on Tuesday mornings. So mm-hmm. that's well that'd be August third. Then yeah, I'm gone that from the 8th to the 13th. So, yeah. Shit, that seems like a long time. <laughs> so, as we said earlier, it's um, podcast number 10. Yes. What were some of your favorite highlights from the last 10 episodes? Nothing? Oh, I have lots of highlights. Okay. Lots of favorites. Lots of jokes. Okay, what are your favorite? Okay, name two things that you liked. Um, I wanna. I'm looking forward to if Sydney, if you're listening, get your dad on the show. I'm looking forward to the mullet off. Yeah, cut your. You gotta cut the sides in the top though. Get a haircut. Okay. (laughs) 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 Oh, and and another uh, (laughs) just yells at me. Get a haircut. (laughs) Uh, another well, I shouldn't say I'll call attention to you but I am I like when you referred to Taylor Tom as uh, Taylor Hall oh yeah <laughs> I think that was had to be the number one yeah number one uh, blooper and that one mm-hmm. that was a good one that yeah. was a good laugh for that one for sure it was yeah that was <laughs> number one for me at least I didn't call Sydney I didn't call her Crosby that's at least right I got her last name right but mm-hmm. Yeah, the Taylor Tall, Tom Taylor Hall one was a good one. But yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening, for supporting us, like mm-hmm. with our merchandise and just with the Facebook likes and comments and stuff. Thank you for everyone for listening. Hopefully, we can continue to bring you guys good guests and good jokes and good laughs because that's what we wanted to promote First Nations, Metis, and Inuit hockey players and whatnot yada 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 (coughs) yeah so is that it for you bush i think that's it for me for now yeah yeah i think that it's from think of uh we'll post like a poll or something on facebook just to see what top five survey we can do next not survey but top five whatever top five list top five list should we do top 10 or top five Top five. Because I'm sure we could have made more songs. Well, oh, yeah, we could have. For the top have. ten. 
like I said, I was I was thinking about it all week when after the last podcast. So that's why that's how it seemed like I replied really fast. And you came I up did. with those songs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you the DJ? No. 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 You but were I never did. given the responsibilities for the music. I wasn't given the I wasn't given the honor. Oh yeah, it isn't. Well, it's it's uh it's, it's a, a big, big responsibility. responsibility, yeah. Like because if you play you the wrong songs, your someone's gonna get mad at you and just yeah. fucking beat you up, beat you up, or throw a beer at you, and yeah, or yeah. or just dump your beer out. <laughs> yeah, big responsibility. Well, I guess that's it for episode number ten. I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, take care mm-hmm. and good luck to those guys skating. In the Fritz Saskamoose. We'll talk yes. about that in our next episode, episode mm-hmm. 11, which will be out on August 17th. Yes. So for now, take care, love each other, respect each other, and uh, be safe. So yes. we'll see you again. Peace. Peace out. Uh, whoops. You Did you <laughs> get that? I got that. I'm not going to edit you, that. You got, Kay, stop recording. Stop looking at me. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Would you rather have that a fart or a burp? Uh a burp was well they can't tell. Oh. So as far as so so as far as as far as Ooh, uh, Bush farted. <laughs> How okay. do you know you're up the house? You're up the way. Okay, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. So take care. We'll see you again. We'll try it again. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys.